Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the Christian Retirement Show. I'm your host, Eric Shrum, and today we are talking about what retirement should look like for a Christian believer. Ready? Let's roll the intro. Welcome to the Christian Retirement Show, where we discuss all things crucial to planning and investing for retirement from a Christian perspective. I'm your host and CFP professional, Eric Shrum. To learn more about working with me, you can visit shrumpw.com and click free portfolio review. Now, on to the show. Okay. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's show. I hope your week is off to a great start. And, you know, I'm going to start the show off with something totally unrelated to finances, but I'm pretty happy because my Jacksonville Jaguars have finally hired a head football coach. And if you didn't know, I grew up just south of Jacksonville, Florida, and some of my earliest memories are going to Jaguars games. And if you follow the NFL at all, you realize that the Jags just have been pretty abysmal for the last, well, decade or two. So (laughs) I was pretty excited when somehow we landed a really good coach. And of course, uh, we've also got the Super Bowl coming up, which is exciting. I've got a good friend who's a Bengals fan. So I'm rooting for the Bengals this year. Uh, Let me know who you are rooting for or if you're just rooting for good commercials this year. (laughs) Well, uh, we'll transition now from football to to our main topic. But this week, we have a topic that's really near to my heart, and that is what should retirement actually look like for a Christian? And the reason this topic is so near to my heart is because this is the root, really, of why I'm so passionate about financial planning. You know, I see my role in calling as a financial planner as someone who's here to help fellow believers do the right things with their money and plan and invest for the future so that you have the margin and freedom in your life to follow whatever it is God is calling you to. So with that being said, let's jump into our scripture today and we can dig deeper into that. But you know, before we start that, I, I do want to add a bit of a disclaimer the inspiration for today's show came from the sermon this weekend, actually, at my church, which is a summit church here in Raleigh, North Carolina. So want to give a disclaimer. I will be borrowing heavily from my notes from this weekend, and I wanted to give credit where credit is due for much of this content. So let's jump in, guys, in our scripture today. It comes from Romans 15, verse 15 through 24, which reads, but on some points... I have written to you very boldly because of the grace given me by God to be a minister of Christ Jesus to the Gentiles in the priestly service of the gospel of God, so that the offering of the Gentiles may be acceptable. In Christ Jesus, I have reason to be proud of my work for God, for I will not venture to speak of anything except what Christ has accomplished through me in bringing the Gentiles to obedience by word and deed. From Jerusalem and all the way to Illyricum, I have fulfilled the ministry of the gospel of Christ, and thus I make it my ambition 
to preach the gospel, not where Christ has already been named, lest I build on someone else's foundation. But as it is written, those who have never been told of him will see, and those who have never heard will understand. This is the reason why I have so often been hindered from coming to you. But now, since I no longer have any room for work in these regions, I hope to see you in passing as I go to Spain. End quote. And so while we usually have our you know weekly Bible money verse, uh, this week is a little bit different in that we're actually going to be talking about this verse and what it looks like for retirement as a Christian as our main topic. So you know what I want you as someone who is preparing for retirement or you may be in retirement to take away from today and the scripture we just read are two things, two points. And the first is, God has a specific purpose in calling for you in retirement. And second, retirement is going to look different for you as a believer. So to begin, when we look at God having a specific call on your life in retirement, let's look at how many times Paul emphasizes the call on his life in this verse we just read. You know, he says in verse 15, quote, the grace which has been given to me by God to be a minister. In 17, he says, I have reason to be proud in my work for God. In verse 18, Paul says, I will not venture to speak of anything except what Christ has accomplished through me. And in 19, I fulfilled the ministry given to me. And finally, in verse 20, my ambition is to preach the gospel. And notice here how Paul isn't talking about a calling on anyone else's life, but he is talking about what God is doing through him in his life. You know, to quote my pastor, J.D. Greer, from this week, and Paul felt like something personal had been given to him. There were lots of things to do in the kingdom of God, but Paul's commission was to preach Christ in places where his name had never been heard before. End quote. So, you know, I'm here today to share that just like Paul, God has a unique calling for you too in retirement. And, you know, it may not be going to unreached places in the globe preaching the gospel like Paul, but just like there are different parts in the body of Christ and each part is essential, you too have a unique and special calling just for your life. And, uh, you know, when we talk about calling, I think it's often conveyed as something that is dramatic or a giant sacrifice that must be made in your life. And while that may be the case in some circumstances, I actually think that's an exception rather than a rule. And it seems to me that God often uses the passions, circumstances, and areas of of blessing he's given us more often to lead us in what he's calling us to. So what could that look like in practice as a retiree? For example, maybe you're a huge golfer. You know, God's calling may be you simply start a Tuesday golf foursome at your club with people who are not believers. Maybe you have grandkids and that calling is to have an impact on the younger generation who are your grandkids and helping out your personal kids and raising them. 
you know, maybe your church is planting off a new location in a new city, and perhaps your calling is to spend the first few years joining the plant and sharing your wisdom. The bottom line is, I don't know what your calling is, but God does. And through prayer, he will lead you to what he is calling you to. Again, to borrow from JD, my pastor, he says, it's not a question of if you're called by God. The only question is where and how. And that brings us to our second point today, which is retirement is going to look different for you as a believer. And that is because you're going to have a purpose to your life that colleagues and contemporaries in your same life stage are not going to have. And this is a good thing. You know, I speak to so many retirees and many, many of them are listless or they have life goals, which while in and of themselves are not bad, on their own are really in the end vain, just like we hear in Ecclesiastes. And, you know, as a believer who is retired, you get to take that flexibility and financial freedom to invest in the things that you are passionate about and which God is calling you towards. So it's exciting, really. And again, you know, as we kind of round out our time looking at this, I don't know what your calling is going to look like. So my challenge for you this week is to spend some time in prayer by yourself or with a spouse and ask God to reveal what his calling is for you now and in retirement. Talking to good friends or pastors, mentors is also a great way to kind of start discerning what a God-honoring and fulfilling retirement could look like for you. And you know, I want to kind of close this by saying retirement is by no means just the end of your working lives, but it's really a beginning of many great things ahead for you. So that wraps up the main topic for today. And like I said, I'm by no means a Bible teacher or any sort of authority on scripture. I'm simply a financial planner who understands and shares your worldview as a believer. So if you are in need of a financial plan, an investment plan, or both, I am here to help. Visit christianretirementplanner.com and select free assessment to start the process, or simply email me at eric at shrumpw.com. Until next week, guys, enjoy the Super Bowl if you're watching. And we'll speak to you then. Bye. The content provided is for general information and educational purposes only and should not be considered a recommendation of any particular strategy, investment product, or investing advice of any kind. Content is not intended to be and should not be construed as legal or tax advice and or a legal opinion. Please consult a financial professional for your specific situation. Investing involves risks, including the loss of the entire principal. Past performance does not guarantee future results. The views and opinions expressed here are of the author and do not necessarily reflect the opinion of Strom Private Wealth Management, LLC. Investment advisory services offered through Strom Private Wealth Management, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor.